Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're going to discuss how to deal with insecurities you may have about a certain woman's past. Thank you guys for joining me. Today we have a question from a listener. If you have any insecurities about a woman's past, a woman's sexual past, how do you deal with those? Does a woman's past even matter? Uh, we'll get to it. So I think the, the first thing to, to just say is, of course a woman's past matter matters everybody's past matters if you're dealing with you know any kind of relationship you're thinking of starting with somebody it's helpful to look at their past to some degree now it's not everything but it's a good indication like, like what's the, the number one predictor whether somebody's going to commit a violent crime is whether they've committed a violent crime in the past what's the number one predictor if somebody's going to cheat on you a woman's going to cheat on you it's like well has she cheated in the past would you you know this isn't just about sex i mean would you uh a former relationship with a business partner who's been through three bankruptcies. I don't know. I think you'd be less likely to. Well, it depends. You know, maybe they've overcome the bankruptcies and they've, you know, quote, atoned for it. Uh, but, you know, that would just be something you think, oh, maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe there's an indic this is the bankruptcy is an indication that there may be a character flaw here. So, of course, when it comes to a woman and starting a relationship with her, I think it's totally. Uh, helpful to to look at her past to whatever extent that it's possible uh, we'll get to it so I think that what guys do you know the first thing they do when they look at a woman's past is they look at her uh, body count <laughs> you say on Twitter uh, this terminology you, you look at her body count but I think the issue with body count you know how many guys she's been with I think it's um, kind of unreliable um, and it's, it's mostly incidental to other issues that you care about I mean, it's first of all, it's unreliable because you just don't know. I, I don't think a woman will tell you and it's not her fault. But, you know, I mean, you know, women are very conflicted about their sexuality. I, I think they go, they go around in a state of, uh, honestly, uh, hopelessness, a lot of hopelessness, because I think women are, you know, it's, it's clear that women are the more sexual of the genders. Um, but there, there's more, you know, shame around them being more sexual, having sex with mo more guys. Um, so it's not that a woman, I think, will lie about how many guys she's been with if you do ask her. Um, you know, she may under certain circumstances, but, you know, it's just, I think it's just one of those denial things. It's just like certain facts that she kind of keeps from herself because there's just this, this emotional charge around it. And I would say, yeah, part of that, you know, to, to use a feminist talking point, part of that is society's fault and making women ashamed of their sexuality. Not that every expression of sexuality is good and noble, of course not. You have to look at the intention behind it, we'll get to it, but just the shame around sexuality. It's like, you know, a, a stupid analogy, but if you're really good at basketball, there's like a, a the society, the way it was constructed, to put a lot of shame around basketball and being really good at it. But that was like the, you know, that was something that like gave you a lot of meaning in your life, which I think for women, sexuality is. It would just kind of put you at odds with, uh, with yourself. I think what's way more important is um, looking at um, sorry, I was distracted by something. I think what's way more important is looking at the intention behind why a woman would have sex um, in the past. You know, what's her relationship like with sex? Is she using sex as a way to gain self-esteem? Okay, that's kind of a red flag. If she's using it just as an expression of self-esteem, like this is just what she naturally does when she has feelings for a guy, well, that's something completely different. So just looking at body count. <laughs> 
just saying that out loud is it's too funny. So just looking at her body count, it's it's you know it's not really um, that reliable. I mean, a woman could have a, a higher body count, and that that scene is typically worse by men, right? Uh, but that would be a better situation than a woman who has a quote lower body count, but who's like cheated on the past in her past two boyfriends. Right, that indicates a completely different relationship with sexuality, a completely different character, and that that is way more of a red flag than a woman who has maybe a, a higher body count. If you can figure out these things, um, but maybe not. So I think the thing to really look at there is to look at how a woman relates with predominantly her father and other men. Now the way that you can figure this out is just to ask her. I think fairly early on in the relationship, like first or second date, you know, really start to, to weed out, out women who aren't going to be a good situation for you. Ask her about her relationship with her father. And of course, don't l listen to what she says. Listen to how she says it. L listen to her reaction. Listen to, in the context of a first date, when you say the word her father, or that phrase, what is her initial response? Also, I think before you get into a serious long-term relationship with her, you want to meet her family. You to see how our family is, because that would be another indication of her character, how she relates as a result of her character with sexuality, which is what most guys are concerned with because of insecurities. We'll get to it. Now, when you meet a girl's family, you don't just meet her family. That you, you are doing that, but you're also seeing how she interacts with her family. How do you react, or how does she react in the context of her father, right? Does she have respect? Does she have maybe some deference for him? But, you know, not afraid. You don't want her to be afraid of her father or anything like that because that indicates other issues too. Um, so that's, I think, probably uh, more important and a better indication of body count. Just to get that topic out of the way, which I know there's just a lot of energy around body count with guys and like, oh, she's been with too many guys and she's not going to bond well, which is generally true. But is that really the causal factor? I mean, when guys have a too high of a body count, they don't bond well either. Now, is something to do with the amount of sex that they've had with different people, or it is something to do with the psychological issues behind that, which are better sussed out through looking at how she relates with sexuality in general, particularly how she relates with her father and maybe other men in her life. Like, did, did she cheat on her last two boyfriends, or did it just not end well, right? That, those are two very, very different uh, kinds of women, even if their body counts are, are comparable. So how to manage, uh, you know, issues that you have with this is if uh, you're threatened by a woman's past, right? What is that word? What is threatened? That, that, that is anxiety. You have anxiety. Issues for you are coming up about a woman's past. Now, maybe those issues are relevant, but maybe it's based on insecurity you have about your own sexuality. And it's really important to tease that out. So the first thing you do, if you really want to get good at dealing, uh, at, at managing, what, what's the word here? At communicating with women, developing a better relationship with them, uh, being at the place where you can't overcome their past. You really got to iron out your own insecurities, specifically insecurities you have around your own issues, your own, um, you know, sexuality issues. You know, something that I ask guys is, like you kind of like imagine a guy she was with in the past, right? What kind of guy who she was with in the past, what kind of guy would just cause the biggest insecurity reaction in you? Maybe he's rich, you know, maybe he's really good looking, maybe he has a, 
uh, you know, re really charismatic or he's tall or, you know, whatever, he's good at sports, whatever you imagine to be the worst case scenario, that is great information about you and what you're insecure about. So maybe this guy is really rich. Does that mean that you have to be rich? No, of course not, but it just shows what you're insecure about. Maybe there's issues with money. You know, typically you're, you're probably insecure with being successful. You, you, you wouldn't be comfortable with being successful even if you were. So it's like this issue of just constantly hiding. So it's not about her and being with a certain kind of guy or her past. It may be about that to some degree. And nobody's going to come out and say what percentage it is about her past, whether it's her character, whether it's about your insecurities and how you relate with her past. Nobody's going to come out and say that for sure. But what we know we can do is just manage your own issues. And a lot of these, you know, insecurity about a woman's past will just kind of work itself out. You know, another rule, this is uh, no longer therapist, Mark. This is Uncle Mark. Just wait until you're 28. 29 or 30. I think the, the guy who asked this question, he's probably a bit younger, maybe in his early 20s. Just wait till you're 28 or 30. Like, just, it just won't matter anymore. And why does it not matter? Is it because you're old and you don't care anymore? No, I think it's because by the time you're 28 or 30, you've kind of managed a lot of these insecurities, these emotional issues, these latent anxiety issues that give way, that lead to a boundary issue, which makes you care about things automatically about, yeah, makes you care about things that you cannot control. I mean, that's the magic of really managing your issues and forming a strong boundary. It's just things that are completely outside of your control, whether it's your past or somebody else's past, that just bothers you less. And I'm not saying not to judge somebody based on their past, but I do want you to take all that emotional energy, that laying emotional energy out of it so you can be more objective about it. So you're not just judging girls based on your insecurities, but you're judging them based on who they really are and their character. Um, you know, the other thing here is, you know, uh, now that I'm thinking about this is, if we're talking about like terms like body count, guys always complain that women test them. You know, guys or women do shit tests where in a sense they put a guy in a situation where they don't know that they're being tested. In a sense, what the woman wants to do is find out what this guy guy's character really is. And if you have poor boundaries, if you have a lot of dysregulated emotion, it seems like manipulated behavior, but it's really, you know, her right to do it. It's her right to try to manipulate you to see if it'll work because that's a good indication of your character. Because you can come out and say, oh, I'm this really strong guy and I have all these things going. But if she puts up a simple blind test and you fail, well, then, you know, your words don't match are not congruent with who you are with your character and she's you know, going to be less attracted to you. Guys are always talking about, oh, what do I say to pass it? Oh, you know, what do I do? This is so manipulative. You know, I think you'd probably be better at passing her tests if you have your own tests. We're always concerned, guys, you know, because of insecurity issues and with your insecurity issues, you're going to be, again, more likely to judge a woman's past. But if you're more concerned about setting up tests for her, Right? Seeing how she responds, putting her in a situation where you, you are observing her, but she doesn't know, she thinks you're observing one thing, but actually you're observing something else. Like, like on a first date, you say, you ask her if she's ever cheated on somebody. And then if she's kind of, you know, hesitant, you say, oh, I've cheated on somebody, even if you haven't. But you say that, be like, oh, I've cheated on somebody. It's totally okay. You know, it's just a indication of a problem in the relationship, which is true. 
problems in the relationship do arise, but you typically don't want to be with a woman who handles those problems by running away, which is what cheating is. Uh, right? So you're putting her in a situation where you are testing her, where you're trying to see whether you have, whether she's good enough for you, not whether you're good enough for her. And I think when you can really make that shift, which doesn't come from just making the shift consciously, it comes from managing these issues. You know, in a sense, what we're talking about is weeding out women who aren't going to be a good situation for you. But well, I got news for you. If you don't have your insecurities handled, if you're going around unconsciously looking for validation from other people, it doesn't matter what you learn online. It's not going to matter. You're going to end up in a situation with a, a girl who's not a, a good situation for you because ultimately what you wanted isn't a good girlfriend, isn't a girlfriend to be a good fit for you. What you wanted is validation. And any girl um, is going to be able to give you that. So that is what we can help you with here. You know, iron out these issues. So um, iron out your own insecurities, excuse me, so that when something about a woman's past come up, you know, these triggering issues happen for you, you can weed through um, the confusion of your laying emotions and, and be able to see the situation more for what it is. We do free consultations animusempire.com slash schedule. We have a way to talk through insecurities, a specific way to talk through them, to process them so they're less likely to affect you outside of your awareness. Thank you guys. I'll leave it there. And always remember that when you want to deal with a woman's past, you first need to deal with your issues in the present.